Welcome to episode 107, realm 10 of our series, this part, Intimacy and MS. Realm 10. Yeah. It doesn't stop here. No. (laughs) The conversation on intimacy, that is. Exactly. This is just really our first intimacy series. That part really kind of scratched the surface, but this part really opened the door to, you know, thinking about intimacy in a different way. And yeah, I just hope everybody enjoyed it. Absolutely. Um, You know, we didn't necessarily need other voices from the outside world, meaning medical doctors and things Mm -hmm. like that, because it's something that we have to own and we have to navigate and figure out how does this whole intimacy work in our new bodies post-diagnosis, whether it's a year or 10 years, 20 years. Exactly, exactly. So it was really important for Dawn and I to connect with people who do the work of intimacy, people who this is their lane. And um, yeah, I think it really opened our eyes and we're really excited to share our thoughts with you. The following content is intended for a mature audience only. Please be advised that the podcast is meant for entertainment purposes. We do not endorse or promote products. The Myelin and Melanin podcast discusses the life experiences of the hosts and their guests. Each guest that appears consents to sharing their personal story and experience. If you have questions regarding your sexual health, please consult your medical team. Also, the Myelin and Melanin podcast is not a substitute for therapy. We are not providing medical, psychological, or religious advice whatsoever. Should you become pregnant, it's not our fault. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the Myelin and Melanin podcast. I'm Dawn. And I'm Dana. We are two Black women sharing our musings on life, MS, and everything in between. You can find us on the web at myelinandmelanin.com, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at myelinmelanin. You can also subscribe to us on YouTube. If you're a fan of the podcast, please consider supporting us through our Patreon. Patrons gain exclusive access to bonus content, giveaways, myelin and melanin merchandise, and more. Our Patreon can be found at patreon.com forward slash myelin melanin. We also want to give a special thanks to our music producer, Shah Severe, for providing our podcast music over the past three seasons. Yeah, so thanks for tuning in. How are you? I'm good. You know, I say this all the time. I can't believe, can't believe, but 10 realms, over 100 episodes now. Um, I'm feeling good about this. Me too. I'm proud. I know we say it all the time. We're proud of each other. We're proud of ourselves. We're proud of Myelin right. Melanin. And just, you know, who knew that such a simple word, intimacy, which yes. is it really a simple word? I don't know, but it's a simple word with a huge, expansive uh meaning attached to it also yes and who knew that it would take us this far and this deep you know exactly what I mean? yeah two series right 
so with the first series, that part, Intimacy in a Mess, I think that we only scratched the surface, you know, which was important. I mean, it was a very important thing because the reality is that people just don't talk about MS and sex mm-hmm. and disability and all these things. It's not a, an important topic of conversation, but it right. needs to be. Right. Well, they don't, we don't talk about sex and pleasure. Like what, Mm -hmm. I can't ever remember going to my neurologist's office or my physical therapist, for Mm -hmm. example, who really works intimately with me. Um, I've never heard them say, well, how is your sex life? How are you managing with Mm -hmm. this terrible spasticity that you're going, you know, having right now? And like, how is it in the bedroom? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Not being intrusive or whatever, but, um, or nosy, I guess, but right. just really trying to help figure out how to best make my quality of life in the bedroom, I guess, better, you know what I mean? Right. Or at least kind of get yeah. tools, but it's yeah. good that we have this space with us and our followers and the community to really talk about it. Right, exactly. So that part, again, just scratching the surface and it was fantastic to have you know, our doctors and friends in the medical community, physical therapists, um, et cetera. But for this series, this part, I think we really took things a step further. Mm-hmm. And they need to be. Yes. Because who talks about this? Exactly. Seriously. Exactly. I don't know. Yeah. Right. And, and yeah, I think, well, yeah. We, we use the term realms, which I think is just perfect <laughs> because it really does. So we use layers in our first intimacy series, right. that part, but this part, different realms, because it absolutely, I feel like all that we discussed really did take things into different realms, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like a whole different way of thinking about things. Yeah. And like in the first, from the very first episode that we had in the series talking about access intimacy Mm -hmm. with Kiana, it opened our eyes to so much and really made us realize, like you were saying, we're just kind of chipping away at that surface Mm -hmm. and on the topic of intimacy, you know what I mean? And like each episode was, for me, it was so impactful and mm-hmm. for you too, I think. And it just really, it taught us so much, taught mm-hmm. us a, a hell of a lot. And, you know, we had this conversation with um, Sade and Kiana, and mm-hmm. we talked about love languages. And that was just amazing, another yes. episode. And kind of like how our love languages and our just our different points of view on sex and, and intimacy, or not necessarily physical, like on mm-hmm. sex, but more so intimacy and um non-physical um, mm-hmm. layers, I guess, and mm-hmm. how those views shift after being diagnosed with MS, like over yes. time, you know what I mean? Exactly, exactly. I think another thing that the series did was it really highlighted and reinforced this whole idea of exploration. Mm-hmm. Um, we got deep. Um, particularly our episodes with Mistress Magenta and Roxanne Chanel Murray, really getting into the topic of kink and disability and exploring and all of these things. Because I think so often 
we are desexualized or yeah yeah desexualized for lack of a better term because we have a chronic illness because we have disabilities and really diving into the world of kink Mm -hmm. really opened my eyes I think both of our eyes to the possibilities that exist right because for me often in those worlds we aren't seen and when I say Mm -hmm. we meaning the the disabled community Mm -hmm. people with chronic illness we aren't seen it's like this beautiful you know banging body chick you know Mm -hmm. what I mean it's like buff guy right just having this hot and that's another issue you know the heteronormative yeah you know um things that we see and it's like this is what it's supposed to look like that's how Mm -hmm. it's supposed to be and if you're not doing it that way something is wrong with you yep and this whole series taught me that there's nothing wrong with me there's nothing Mm -hmm. wrong with well both the series really but it reinforced that there's really nothing wrong with you and if you do partake in the kink community and you have a disability you're you're welcome here and that is what I gathered from the conversations with with Sarah or with Mistress Magenta in those episodes, you know. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And then two, taking things, and I don't want to say taking them a step further, but also reinforcing how important trust and safety is. Yes. When we are delving into these new realities um, and new spaces as it relates to kink and doing sex a different way. Trust and safety are so important. So, so important. Yes, we can't um, we can't highlight that enough. That those right. are things that really, you know, along with consent, really um, need to be at the forefront. Absolutely, and acknowledging that it's okay to have those thoughts of mm-hmm. feeling guilty. Or shamed, you know what I mean? Like we talked about that with Emily and Carlos and the fact that, yeah, you may have them, but let's, let's work through it to figure out where, where is this coming from? Right. And how can you get to a point where you have accepted and you've surrendered into this moment and it's okay to like explore. It's okay to feel good. It's okay to feel pleasure. It's okay to even feel pain if that's, that's your thing. And it's okay to talk about it. Right. Say it. We've got to say what we gotta say. Yes. And that is one of the biggest things I think that came (laughs) that came out in the episode with Carlos, episode 100, is that like you've got to be specific. We've got to say what we mean. You know, I think guilt and shame a lot of times like kind of um cloud our uh I don't want to say ability, but our Hmm. Like it kind of clouds us being direct. Yes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like saying the whole thing, saying what we mean, what me mean, what we mean, saying right. the words. Yep. Um, and there's nothing to feel guilty or ashamed of. But it's a process, you it know is. what I mean? It is. <laughs> because even though we have learned so much right. and as impactful as we said that the episodes were, it's still right. hard to it not is. feel that shame or guilt because you feel like, is my grandmother looking over my shoulder? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Totally. But I think that it was so important in even starting the conversation 
we've still yes. got a long way to go. Yeah. We're not experts in this. We don't, we don't have it all figured out. But like, I think that it's so important that we started the conversation. Oh yeah, for sure. And you know, additionally too, for me, after speaking with Sarah, Sarah Youngblood Gregory about mm-hmm. bondage and how she used rope play and discusses in her Huffington Post article, mm-hmm. using rope play as a tool for liberation. It wasn't necessarily, her article for me, wasn't necessarily about ropes, and, but mm-hmm. it was about recognizing like what pleases you, being comfortable with that being empowered. Right. Like she used that word a lot and I loved it and gaining control, surrendering to those moments and the, and the feeling of, of being okay with what's happening to you and feeling pleasure. You right. know what I mean? Um, yeah, that, that was just so, I don't know. I loved that. It was eye opening. It was, I keep saying that word, but I, it was definitely, or those words eye opening, but mm-hmm. it just made me feel like it's okay to, to explore. It's okay to question. Yes. And, um, she wrote this other, this article in vice, which she mentioned in our episode Mm -hmm. and it was, it's called, um, chronic pain made my sex life better, not worse. And she wrote it in December, December 2nd, 2019. And in this article, she said in my ongoing recovery, this was right at the beginning and it just like grabbed me. She said, in my ongoing recovery, I've cultivated a strong sense of entitlement to finding pleasure in my body. It was my choice and that choice was made, or then that choice made a revelation or gave me a revelation. I may have typed that wrong. I'm sorry. And the reclamation of my pain made it into pleasure. And that also meant feeling autonomy within it. Yes. So, Yeah. Yes. And the biggest word there is autonomy for me. Really? Yes. Autonomy is huge. For me, I think the word that sticks out is entitlement. Mm-hmm. You are entitled to pleasure. Mm-hmm. And it makes me think of our episodes with Emily mm-hmm. and talking about this whole idea of pleasure activism. Mm-hmm. Pleasure should not be an afterthought. You are entitled to that first and foremost. You don't have to like prove yourself worthy of receiving pleasure. Mm -hmm. It's just something that is owed to you as a human. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love that. And also when she talked about, she said, I do not overcome or manage my pain in the hopes of reigniting pleasurable sex or a connection to my body. I, just the words, again, that reigniting word, she doesn't overcome or manage pain in the hopes of reigniting pleasure. Yes, exactly. You it's, know, it's, it's deep. Yeah. It's really, you know how I feel. And we've talked about this many times. Like we don't overcome MS. I'm not, you know, that's not what we do. It's like we work with it. You work with it. Yes. That's just what it is. It's not like I'm doing these things to overcome the limitations that MS brings my way. No, I'm working with my limitations to do this. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? It's not a matter of like, I've got to do all this work to overcome this. No, let's work with it and do what we need to do. 
yeah, you have to, it sounds crazy, but we have to work in tandem with what MS has given us and it's given us these symptoms and you have to recognize and acknowledge you're there, you meaning MS, I see you, I feel you, but you need to understand that I want to do this differently. I want a paradigm shift here in my bedroom. So help Mm -hmm. me, (laughs) help me help you. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Yes. Or let me help you help me. And I need you to be quiet, MS. (laughs) Right. Exactly. And I think, and I don't want people to think that we're being all like flowery. Oh, I'm going to work with MS to have this great experience. No, but it's just the reality. MS isn't going anywhere. So you know what? Come along. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're not like, you know, surrendering to MS necessarily. Exactly. You know, it's just, you know, come on, bitch, come along. You're here. So so I'm going to work with you. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Because like in the article, Sarah says, you know, that this chronic pain wasn't just like a sudden catalyst for her because there's always mm-hmm. going to be before a before and after to frame her life and her relationship to sex or intimacy and mm-hmm. things like that. But that's really what we were talking about in the last series too. And what we always talk about, and you always say like Dr. Ducharme, don't recreate the past. <laughs> right. Exactly. So, yeah. There's a before and after always. Yes. Before. Yeah. Before a chronic illness, before MS. So, yeah, it's interesting. What do you think? Yeah. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was going to say it's a tricky thing because, of course, you know, for a disease like MS, you always know that there was a before and an after. Yeah. That is one of the things that we grieve constantly. This Mm -hmm. person who I was before MS took all these things away. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, again, highlighting Dr. Ducharme, not recreating the past, because if we stay stuck in that who I was before MS um, kind of thing, you'll, you'll be stuck here forever. Yes, completely. But that said, I think that what's important to what we can do with that is like, I was this person before MS. I still am this person. Mm -hmm. I've just got to move a different way. That's it. You know what I'm saying? And that's what it is. So it's really finding that balance. It's going back to the thought of entitlement. I am entitled Mm -hmm. to this just because I have this diagnosis does not eradicate any pleasure or should not eradicate Mm -hmm. any pleasure from my life. I am still worthy of having good sex, making fantastic connections, being Mm -hmm. empowered by how my body will move in this way or that way or this Mm -hmm. position or that. It's so much bigger than that. Yes, completely. I'm entitled to a strong connection with my lover. Mm Mm-hmm. Exactly. Whether it's physical or non-physical. Yep. That just, it just is. That's fact. That's fact. And really coming, I think it's hard for people to think about pleasure that way. We talked about that a little bit with Emily, you know, thinking about, because so often we think about pleasure as something that is the secondary thing. Well, I can 
it's kind of like that work hard, play harder type thing. No, I don't have to work hard in order to play. That sounds so bad and weird, not bad, but it sounds like so contrary to what we're taught that I've got to do all this work and then I, you know, can have enjoyment and pleasure. No, you really don't have to. No, I have to work smart. Yes. I don't have to work harder, but I have to be smart about what hurts me or what doesn't hurt me. You know what I mean? Exactly. We have different sensations having MS. So you touching my body in a certain way is going to probably irritate me if I have numbness and tingling. It's going to feel like sandpaper or something. You know what I mean? So yeah. And to like even stepping back, like, don't you think that like, if you are in a good mood because you had like a really fantastic pleasurable experience that might inspire me to work better at doing what I need to do outside of you know what I'm saying so I think like a lot of this really I don't know I'm stepping back and rethinking the way I thought about a lot of these things Mm -hmm. and really understanding too without getting off in too much of a tangent that we're operating within a capitalist framework yes where our bodies are um they're machines to be machines exactly Mm -hmm. to make money and to produce things and all of that and it's like no i'm a human being first and foremost that's what i am that is so important what you just said to produce we are expected to produce a certain outcome. Mm-hmm. In ter- so if, let's just even narrow it down smaller into an intimate moment. So we are expected to produce, you know, pleasure within mm-hmm. ourselves and then with another person. And so right. at the end of that outcome, okay, it's done. We're done. We're, right. No. Exactly. It's supposed to produce an orgasm. Right. Or, but you know what I'm saying? Like, there's this thing that it's supposed to produce. And no, it doesn't work like that. Because it I really think it doesn't work like that. It, no. And it's, it's like ongoing. And I go back to thinking about the episode with Shade and Kiana the, with love languages. Mm-hmm. I think intimacy is like, especially if you have a, a close partner or a lover, it's, 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 um, it's not all day, every day, but it's mm-hmm. a good portion of the day. If you are connecting with someone, intimacy isn't just a sexual, mm-hmm. physical thing. It's like picking up the telephone and calling them and having your kinky sex talk or just mm-hmm. your sweet, loving, you know, I love the yeah. way you handed me coffee this morning and brushed my hair. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's, that's intimacy. That's a love yep. language. That's words of affirmation. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I loved how you picked up my, my groceries for me today. I wasn't able to do it because I was tired. Mm-hmm. That it's on, my point is it's ongoing. Yes, absolutely. And I love that. Yes, absolutely. And I think that that's really the bottom line of these series, that part intimacy and MS, this part intimacy and MS, that it's an ongoing conversation. Mm -hmm. And I don't think it's going to end here with Realm 10. No. The series will, but I don't think that the discussions about intimacy are going to end. No. Because it's an ongoing conversation. Yeah. 
and we have thoroughly enjoyed each realm. Yes. Each layer. Yes. Um, and just sharing our thoughts and learning. I've learned so much. So much. Yes. I'm a different woman. I agree. I think that not just, I think, I know that even the way that I relate to my body Mm -hmm. is different. I'm thinking different about things. Mm -hmm. And that's important. That's really important. important. Because there's so, you know, we talk about this all the time that like MS really like changes and takes control over you. And you do feel like a loss of control when it comes to MS, but you control how you think about your body and how you relate to what's going on. Right. Just like Sarah was talking about in the article, she doesn't do things um, to, you know, lessen her pain necessarily or to, you know, in spite of her pain. She does Mm -hmm. it with her pain. With her pain. You know what I'm saying? And so that's kind of how it is with MS. You're, you're, you're working with it. You're, you're thinking about it differently. And for me, I, another, again, another conversation that we Mm -hmm. had several was going back to the guilt and shame. I think tying in what Sarah is saying also in the article, which is so perfect, how um, Eli Claire wrote this, this book called Mm -hmm. um, In Brilliant Imperfection. And she talks about, she pulls a quote and says he that. talks about. I'm sorry. Well, she. I think. Yeah, it's a he, but I'm saying she, Sarah. She, oh, Sarah. Oh, I'm yeah, sorry. That yeah. She was talking about uh-huh. what he was saying about the medicalization of disability. Yes. And our society's obsession with cures. And I think that contributed uh, also to my feelings of guilt and shame about talking about intimacy. Yes. And wanting to enhance my intimate life i i really felt guilty i yes. felt a tremendous amount of guilt um because just because of that i love that the medicalization of disability yes. and like how everybody is so obsessed with finding the cure or mm-hmm. making you look like everyone else yes that is so important. Exactly. Like you feel guilty because hmm, maybe I should be focused on doing more physical therapy instead of trying to make my sex life better. No, you know what I'm saying? And so and we feel guilty about this stuff. And it's like, no, you shouldn't because that's a part of life too. Mm-hmm. And my objective is not to make you feel more comfortable about my disabled reality. Exactly. Period. Yeah. Yeah, I encourage everybody to read that article. It's it's really yes. great. And, I mean, not yes. just that one, but also listen to all the all of the realms and all yes. the episodes. It's good, y'all. Yeah, it's it really is. good. And again, like I, the biggest takeaway is really, you know, I think all of these discussions really open our minds to the different possibilities. Mm-hmm. MS does not end things there are infinite possibilities yes. here exactly. exactly it may be a little constrained at times but and maybe that's a good thing <laughs> that's a good thing that's right. <laughs> no <laughs> right no pun intended no yeah pun intended but yeah 
but right the possibilities are endless be curious explore and keep going mm-hmm. thanks for tuning in to the myelin and melanin podcast you can always find us on the web at myelinandmelanin.com, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at myelinmelanin. You can always subscribe to us on YouTube. And don't forget to leave us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. Thanks again for listening, and we will talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.